Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Barely Bookish Podcast. Yes. Wow, we're doing. Yeah, so I said I got this, and I just manifested. Great. great fucking start. I love it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is better than uh, when I have to try and stutter my way through my other podcast name, which is Novel Nostalgia. That oh, sometimes. That's, that's hard. Yeah. That is hard. Why did you do that to yourself? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I did that to myself. I was like, I like alliteration a lot. And I was like, it's fine. It's great. It's cute. And it's all about like being nostalgic about the book. So I was like, what better name? And then I go to enunciate it sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> yep. I just, I sound like the Snoopy characters, you know, <laughs> the parents. I'm yeah. It's bringing me to that 30 Rock episode where Jenna is in The Rural Juror. If you've seen 30 Rock. Oh, mm-hmm. so she's in. She, there's a character who's like this histrionic actress who's in uh, a like art house think piece called mm-hmm. The Rural Juror. Mm-mm. But no, but she can't pronounce it. Because, yeah. And so it's, she just like mush mouths it. She's just like, I'm in The Rural Juror. And everyone's like, what is this mm-hmm. movie? And what and so they spend the entire episode trying to figure out what it is. Anyway, that's me though. That is my ability to pronounce things, especially when I get tired. And then my setter's just like, "Here I am." Hey, look here now. <laughs> this is my brain now. Get yeah. out. Get out. Pronunciation out the window. We don't need your kind around here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All right, we, I got to try and not stutter through my own title. People won't think I'm a professional podcaster anymore. <laughs> we can't have that. We can't have it. This is can't a professional operation. I have a standard to uphold. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> okay. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Barely Bookish Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Jane Eyre with Alex. Hello. I... One thing I am the most glad for is uh, that every name in this was different enough that I didn't actually mix it up because I once had a podcast where the title of the book name was Rebecca and I kept having to not say the two guest names as the title of the book and switch it all around. So very thankful that uh, everything is short and sweet here and not just a singular first name. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, parents, for this particular moment. Making yeah. everything uh, differentiated enough to be yeah. not confusing. Thank you for not being named like James or something. And just Ooh, yeah. really yeah. throwing me for a loop. That would have been very confusing. Uh, yeah. I will not be going by James for this or any episode. So, <laughs> Another uh, glad choice is for your name not to be Aaron because I would have also messed that up. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. <laughs> So big shout out to your parents right now. Thank you, parentals. <laughs> so, all you've done. Chapter 10. Chapter 10. All right. So in this, she fully says autobiography. And I'm like, now I guess I understand why people are confused. But like, remember when like parents said, don't trust everything you learn on the internet. And now they're like, this said autobiography, so obviously, why would the book lie? It was typed. It was printed in a paper. <laughs> Had the to book, be. The book would not lie to us. 
It yeah. would not. Narrator. What is satire? It did. It did. It definitely did. <laughs> yeah. What is satire? Never heard of her. <laughs> Who? Who? <laughs> What's her family name? I don't know. Yeah, I can't. You can't just be dropping that name. She French. <laughs> she French. Maybe a little Italian. I don't know. Could be. <laughs> so. We get like a little eight year jump, but then before we get the full eight year jump, she's like, let me just like catch you up on everything that happened because like, I don't really want to talk about it, but I guess you probably need to know these things. Fair, I guess. <laughs> right. I mean, if you're writing a book, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you can only, you can only go in depth into so many things. And apparently the things that we go in depth in are like child abuse and sadness so far. Mm-hmm. So if there's more of that, I guess, good, a good, a good that we're just uh, fast forwarding. All I'm saying is I think Tolkien could have taken some notes here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the journey didn't need to be as long. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Controversial. Well, maybe not controversial opinion, but if Tolkien had been like, let me paraphrase this poem that I wrote rather than C.S. Lewis. (laughs) Wait, no, I don't want that. (laughs) Never mind. Never mind, J.R.R., you're fine. You just you're fine. You write a, you're fine. You just keep walking and looking at trees, my guy. <laughs> yeah, apparently that was their big co- uh, point of contention in their front uh, in their friendship because they were homies. Um, is that C.S. Lewis hated Tolkien's work because he said it was way too long and winded, and that and then Tolkien said that um, C.S. Lewis never would sell because it's too simplistic writing. uh you know that that's a very anglo-saxon professor sort of (laughs) world view (laughs) no no kids (laughs) people don't want easily digested narratives with characters that are understandable and motivations that are yeah no what people want is trees that have complex Mm -hmm. worldviews and histories Mm -hmm. and you know are allegories and metaphor although tolkien hated allegory but they're metaphors for you know stuff that's what people want i can sell you the book about the history (laughs) (laughs) right let me send you my notes (laughs) excuse me i'm dying oh good (laughs) hey cs do you want (laughs) Yeah, do you want my notes? C.S. Lewis is like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Are you fucking kidding me with this right now? C.S. Lewis like, I just made a lion god, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Tolkien's like, I have a like, kind of wizard god guy, but he's he's more a spirit than a god. And Lewis is just like, shut up! It's like, I made the lion wear the crown of thorns, so I really don't want to hear you. oh my god um so we found out that after typhus ran its course uh the school was finally looked into and a lot of rich people helped like make the place nicer which is great because there was less kids less mouths to feed and now it was fancy so like maybe they actually got to shop at walmart instead of like making their clothes from the scraps they found at the bottom of the horse hooves so that's a step up it is a step up. 
you know, maybe it's just like secondhand Walmart now. There's only like four holes instead of the 17 that they were working with before. These poor orphans. I love I love that economy in this sense is well, we just needed more kids to die, and now we can run the place <laughs> properly. It's like proper Scrooge bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of a third portion, because a third, uh, like two thirds of your class died, you can actually have a full portion now. So, congratulations! Yeah. Enjoy it. Congrats! Oh my god, so bad. Maybe you guys can get lunch. It might only be Swiss cheese, uh, because it is the cheapest. Since you know less cheese with all the holes um that's right (laughs) i wouldn't put it past them (laughs) it's just like yes we do provide the children with lunch it is swiss cheese because that means they eat less so it's not as much of an indulgence oh good yeah i wouldn't want that room for god obviously (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i am now picturing all of this like dumb discourse about whether swiss cheese is god or satan's cheese because which which do you fill the holes with <laughs> because if there's room for god there's room for satan in there you just poke his little fingers in through the, the swiss cheese holes <sighs> gotta be on the alert it all depends on the wine you drink communion <laughs> or if you're pairing it with a good merlot that's the devil's drink obviously absolutely that <laughs> is where the corruption comes in be careful <laughs> yeah be, be careful, careful. Yeah, our very serious podcast episode. Yes, we are being very serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really important to know which wines to pick with your Swiss cheese slices. Yes, which ones are good and which ones are Satan? Personally, mm-hmm. always preferred the Satans, but, you know, no. personal preference. It's fair, it's fair. Sometimes you just gotta get the good, good flavor and you can't just keep drinking the communion grape wine. Which, no. again... I can't believe, like, legally they give alcohol to minors because they're like, it's for church practices. Like, at what point, like, have you had too many sips? And then they're like, no longer for church. Well, you get, like, one. You get one sip, and that's it. Dude, can't can you keep coming back around? Like, no. Like, sneak in? Even in the biggest churches, in? the priests yeah. would probably be like, wait a minute. You've had enough Jesus for today. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's like four people usually, depending on how big your church is. So you got some options. I feel like you can get away with it about three times. And then by the time you get to the fourth, they're going to be like, all right. Wait uh, a minute. <laughs> you seem filled with grace. Go away. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you a little too close to Jesus, buddy. Go sit back down. Yes. <laughs> Go sober up. let the holy spirit leave you and then come back Uh, i will say for those i think you and i both grew up in a catholic context but i at one point in my youth had a flirtation with a mega church that uh it was just straight grape juice there was no there was no alcohol whatsoever ew i know best part Uh uh-huh and they would bring around like a flight of shots of grape juice and it was just like yeah so not even yeah i think these products i I think evangelical churches i can't Mm -hmm. to anyone who's in an evangelical church if i am wrong do not write to me i'm sorry i got it wrong but i believe that there is a trend towards just grape juice non-alcoholic beverages at all Mm -hmm. in communion i mean like that's probably better because you got to think about it like 
a big like a big part of AA is God. And like wouldn't that not trigger? You would think it would. There's listen, <laughs> there's a lot of problems with having your belief that the wine is the blood of Jesus. Uh yeah. and just speaking as an alcoholic, yeah, not great. Don't want to be doing that. I'll take the grape juice, but like mm-hmm. yeah. What are you giving to kids? I don't know. I I don't know what the science is on alcohol changing children's brains, but I do know what the science is on religion changing children's brains. Yeah. So it's all a mess. That's all I'm saying. It's all a mess. Yeah. I still think it's gross that they make us all share a cup. Like, no wonder COVID ran rampant. Yes. Hate that. Hate it. I'm sorry. Your little little napkin that you're using to clean Mm -hmm. it off, it's not working. Mm That's not how germ theory works. And we've known that for hundreds of years. Yeah. Sorry. Like you're still in the cup, you know? (laughs) Right. Just there is still human lips touching that cup and human Mm -hmm. saliva. Mm, No, sorry. The blood of Jesus does not cure germs. Mm -hmm. Doesn't happen. I watched one once, like when I was, when I had to go to church, Um, I watched one guy spin it and miss completely when wiping it off and i was like "Eh." no (laughs) no 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 as a germ phobe mm -mm. yeah no hard pass yeah and if the if if that means i'm going to hell so be it because if god decided that my brain just can't handle germs and then Mm -hmm. was like ah so you're going to hell for that like fuck you man not okay (laughs) honestly whatever like i heard there's a lot of cool people down there now so Right. Just a bigger and bigger party every day. Do we all get the little Nas like fire pole or do we have to like walk? Well, I, I, I think heard there's talking... a highway. I don't know. Yep. I think we may have to share the poles. That might be part of the torture. <laughs> all right. How many of you can hold on to this at once? Okay. <laughs> Slide down. Next Everybody round. Really cram in there. Let's go. Come on. You got a lot Someone's of Someone's got a backpack, you know. It's just. Ah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, bodybuilders go towards the middle. All right. Yes. And uh, everybody else, backpack. Hope for the best. Here we Hope go. Hope your designated bodybuilder can... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh I would say pray for a strong bodybuilder, but you know why you're here. So <laughs> maybe that's useless. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so we find out after graduating, um, Jane taught there for two years because, like, literally, what else is she gonna do? I mean, that's literally all she's equipped to do is yeah. she know she knows how to be a vampire child in a fancy mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. and she knows how to be a vampire child at an orphanage that teaches children about Jesus. Yeah, it appears the vampire child and houses are not hiring, so unfortunately, she was left one on option. <laughs> right, checking out the local paper, there are zero ads <laughs> for vampire children to haunt a my manor house. What is yeah. this? Apparently, all old manors already have their own ghosts, so I was really left with no other option. Well, you know that all of the manor owners are sitting there saying, "Vampire child in this economy? No, no." No, no, we cannot afford. We can't afford our a vampire child right now. Times are I mean, difficult. We, we have to DIY our own vampire child in this economy. Truly, <laughs> right? We're just gonna go down to the village and find our own. Mm-hmm. 
Locally sourced vampire child. That's what we need here. If you can't, uh, if you can't summon your own flames from hell, Storvon is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that clipped so many times. I don't even remember where the original's from. Like, I don't know if I ever actually fully watched the original video. I could not tell you. Yeah. I, I'm in the same boat. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's just. I love those pieces of media that are just like lost or their their one specific moment is why they're famous mm-hmm. and the rest of it is just lost to time. It's like, well, I don't know. It's from a thing. I think about that sometimes and I'm like, what would be my specific moment? Because I really hope it's not me like straight dogging on like 1984 or something because there's like five minutes of me making fun of porn sec for a little too long and if that's the one thing like i'm not gonna be happy like it'll be funny and i'll love it for like a month but if nobody remembers anything else except me making fun of porn i'm gonna be a little offended well maybe something in this very episode will be it no pressure you know if you if you're trying for it it'll never happen so yeah 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 Hopefully it's the locally sourced uh, vampire child. Yes. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so we find out that um, she became really good friends with Miss Temple, but apparently Miss Temple married and moved away, and I'm saying this is her second girlfriend. I think this is well established. Like, yes. They dating, obviously. I think it's, I don't think it's even implied I just think they weren't sure there was a word for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. They're like, it's one of those, you know, relationships, a, a, a friendship. Mm-hmm. History just, will say we are roommates. Yeah. I lay awake dreaming of her every single night, writing love letters, a friendship. Um, <laughs> right. And I, I take all my meals with her. You know, we share the room at the... <laughs> the school um, i was emotionally devastated when she left and had to like leave the place because i was too sad yeah yeah, everything reminded me of her you know just a normal friendship yep (laughs) no the the like very strong sapphic connections that jane makes very early (laughs) in life i'm like Mm -hmm. girl you should have just stayed there like you should have just stayed in this world i'm sorry Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, like, she was happy. She says she was happy. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe, you know, I'm going to take her at her word. I'm just, yeah. you know, it's not that Lowood was perfect, but like, she had her bud. She had someone she loved. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Poor I think if her girlfriend never left, she would have stayed there forever. I think you're right. I yeah. don't think, like, we'll get to it, but I think. She, I think she's a person who needs that sort of like connection with a person to mm-hmm. stay in a place. And she had, she had that. And then it was taken from her and then bam, she's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Burn it all. I need to get out. I need to do something. I'm like, Jane, this is like for a person who has literally no marketable skills, except mm-hmm. I know some French and I, I grew up in an orphan ch- school and therefore can teach other children like the real world is big and scary and you think you can go survive in it. Oh, oh, sweet baby. No. She has a real good college entrance essay. Just boating, you know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if they, if, if she was born 60 years later, she mm-hmm. probably could have, she probably could have gone, but like, 
oh, her options are so small. It is. Yeah. Oh, it's tragic. Yeah. It's really sad. And then she doesn't have any friends, you know? None. None. Her only because, friend moved. <laughs> right. Because imagine your girlfriend, who is also your former teacher, mm-hmm. moves away and your colleagues are all the teachers who taught you when you were an orphan child. Yeah. Like there's some weird, there's got to be some weird power balance. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh yeah, it's Jane. I remember when she was a little freezing orphan. Mm-hmm. And now she's a little freezing teacher. Adult. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. like it's just, it's good that she had that relationship because otherwise, what is she going to do? Like that whole situation is bad news bears mm-hmm. without her girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, at that, like, honestly, no one's going to look at you as an adult. If you stay in the exact same place. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. They're always going to see the child that you were, yeah. even if you've made progress, even if you're doing well, there's still going to be that like left-handed compliments coming at you, you know, like, yeah. You've come so far. Shut your face. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's why I can't get a job in my small town that I grew up in. You know, like it's a little. There's. Um, I've, I was thinking about this from when I was thinking about pursuing an advanced degree before I had to move uh, and life caught up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a very real like don't do multiple degrees in the same institution like yeah you you move around for connections and all of these different reasons but it there's also just this like yeah they'll remember when you were an underclassman just a you know freshman idiot who didn't know anything and it's mm-hmm. like yeah you know they watch you grow up and that is not necessarily a great thing even if you have a good relationship anyway yeah i went to a different campus for my masters haha yeah <laughs> then nobody would remember me because a lot of my teachers from undergrad would have been my same teachers for my masters and i was like mm. Mm, also yeah. it was very easy to get into the other campus and then by the time i graduated they merged into one thing and they had the same accreditation and i was like splash nailed it yep i was like so five <laughs> <laughs> do you think but, lowood is accredited or would have no. been accredited <laughs> no no like their literal accreditation is like we're a school <laughs> right you have Who further says? questions we're, we no. say we're the school we oh. built those rooms and um our teachers have never left the building so what else do we need <laughs> <laughs> no you may not tour the campus <laughs> no. get out um sorry you're with what Oh, you're with uh, Serve Safe. Sorry, yeah, no, leave. <laughs> no, I'm. Oh, I'm shot? sorry. No. Ooh. Sorry, we've got a uh, typhus epidemic, so uh, school is closed. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, when will we again. be open? Yeah, yeah. Again, I know it just keeps <laughs> happening. Uh, uh, maybe you should just stop coming back. <laughs> I feel like things maybe got a little better once Brocklehurst was only like the treasurer and got like he got the boot which is nice because fuck that guy but like maybe once he was gone they were just like we need to actually teach these children something Mm -hmm. maybe all right kids i know brocklehurst said this was witchcraft but this is called math okay (laughs) a hundred percent a hundred (laughs) percent 
<laughs> just like I love I love the idea of them like sitting down and looking at the Brocklehurst curriculum and being like math isn't heresy okay <laughs> um earth uh, is I... round sorry right earth is round yep let's fix that uh geometry that is not witchcraft that is just a thing uh mm-hmm. so we'll do that there are other books that aren't the bible uh let's add those <laughs> let's add those onto the list and just see what happens the options are like all children's picture books yes kids can have pictures all right put that in there yeah. um toddlers <laughs> Yeah, they do get the ABC book, actually. Yeah. They don't have the to a- learn off the Bible. ABCs not created by Satan, we don't think. We're not sure. <laughs> not sure. We're we're pretty sure. We're pretty sure they weren't. But uh, you know, we're a progressive school now. So uh let's just let's throw them the ABCs as a little treat. As a little treat, you know. Yeah. A isn't for Antichrist. Okay, take that book out of there. <laughs> get, get rid of A is for Adam. Uh right we'll allow it what's e for let's go let's look let's look evangelical okay all right all right no no mm, put that nope. book put the nope. take it out of here <laughs> goodbye mr book i'm sorry c's for church of england how did <laughs> what coe get that out get that out of here <laughs> oh my god so uh qu- quick antiquarian sidebar uh mm-hmm. one of the things that we handle in the bookshop that i work in is mm-hmm early children's books like from this time period little chat books and one of the things you often see with them is someone has read the book to pieces and so someone else presumably an adult Mm -hmm. or more skilled older child has sewed the book back together like literally Mm -hmm. hand stitched the book back together yeah and one of my favorites is when they are put together completely out of order like there is like the pages are just thrown in there willy-nilly and i was talking with my boss about this he's like i don't understand how this happens and i i had to bring up the fact that what was the literacy rate and who's doing this yeah servants servants are the ones doing this and they may not be literate so they're they're probably just taking pages and being like that looks right sew it all together yeah so anyway I love these children's books that are just a complete fucking mess. <laughs> you know, someone tried and I love that. And it's just like, they were like, I'm going to fix this book. Did they do it? Well, no, but they, they tried. God damn it. They tried. I love that. I, I had a couple of books that like literally fell apart and they were like college textbooks that I was borrowing. And I just glued Ooh. that bad boy back together and <laughs> sent it in. I'm just like, they don't El- this. <laughs> just slap some Elmers on that baby. We are fine. Yeah. I'm like, how are they going to know? Immediately after her friend moves away, she's like, yeah, I'm out. Um, we find out even the teachers still have to share rooms with other teachers. And she's living with a woman named Miss Grace who snores. She loud. She loud. Which, like, imagine you're an adult. You have to share a bedroom with some random lady. And also she snores. Awful. My- my trial would be sensational because I would make it sensational. Yeah. I, mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. yeah, I would just apparently get just, you know, straight to jail. Um, Where you're probably fed better slightly. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Running water, I think legally is required in jail. So. 
I mean, I still don't know what the jail laws are in England in England are right now. So it could very well be like, enjoy your roommate and the 30 rats who also share this room with you. Well, they had typhus, so I don't <laughs> think there's going to be much of a change. <laughs> True. Like, OK, honestly, jail, Lowood, six of one, half dozen the other. Yeah. Sa- same thing. Same thing. Um, so she's like, I don't have any friends. How the hell am I going to get a job? So she takes an ad out, like it's Craigslist. Yes. Um, and she's basically pulling a single woman, likes long walks, looking for a job. Don't be creepy. Smiley face. And puts that ad in the newspaper and hopes. 100%. Yeah. And she's like, I'm definitely going to end up with someone that's nice and reasonable, right? Yes. <laughs> She's so optimistic. <laughs> Just like so blithe about it. Like nothing could possibly go wrong. Yeah. Like, you know, I even when I was like 18, I was never this having this positive of an outlook on the world. Like I cannot imagine trusting people enough. No. I mean, given her life history, I have no idea where this is coming from. Yeah. She's <laughs> Jane Eyre is the woman who's like, hi you know gets a scam phone call and they're like hey can we have your credit card and she's like yeah sure what do you need it for the number is one two <laughs> right oh you need the the C- yep okay here it is my uh here's my mother's maiden name and yeah. my social security number there you go yeah thank also, you here's thank the password you. i use for every email i don't know why you need that but sure of course sure just forking it over yeah happy to help also <laughs> do you have a room for rent by chance because Right. Do you need someone to watch your your like ward? Someone yeah. who needs I can help with that. Yeah. I'm especially good with prepubescent ch- children. I hope you don't think that's a red flag by any means. No, I speak French and can do some art. Mm-hmm. Piano skills? <laughs> Listen, I went to an orphanage school. Leave me alone. Our piano um, had seven keys, and we thought that was pretty good. Right, and we were told to be happy that God gave us that many. Yeah. You know, when the devil comes in, then we only get six. So luckily, God was there to intervene, so we had the seventh. We had the seventh. Praise be. Oh, it makes this a little bit better that I don't know how many keys pianos have. 88. Oh, Okay. I'm actually really shocked you knew that right off the top of your head. I did play piano as a wee, okay. a wee, a wee lad. I just, I was hoping that that was just like a factoid you knew. Uh, I'm actually now I'm ter- I'm second guessing myself. Uh, and I don't want to sound <laughs> like an asshole. Second, not mean to make you second guess it. I was just really impressed that you happened to like, just have that right off rip. Haha. <laughs> a standard piano has 88 keys. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell right. yeah. Thank you. Thank you, child brain coming to my rescue. Also, thank you, adult brain, for making me doubt myself. Fuck you. I'm so sorry. It's one of my favorite things when people just like have random facts at the ready. Well, brings me great joy. I'm glad to have produced this random stupid fact for you. (laughs) And now I'm loving the idea that they're supposed to have 88 keys and they've got seven. (laughs) They're just like, we make do. I mean, what is it? A, B, C, how many? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Seven. 
Perfect. What Nailed it. you need? <laughs> I mean, what there's should... flats. I don't know. <laughs> there should be some right flat and sharp keys in there, but I'm going to assume that flat or sharp was invented by Satan. You just need the good, the good know. originals. You know, much like the Old Testament, all you need is the original. <laughs> Highly accurate. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, this is our Old Testament piano. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's made of jawbones. Excuse me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, it just sounds like uh, screaming of hellfire, which you know, <laughs> as all pianos should. As all right, as every piano should, until people got soft. Okay, so you know how like some people can't take satire? Like I'm imagining now someone listening to this and be like, oh my god, they're so serious. Why do they hate religion so much? <laughs> we are currently, for legal purposes, hating religion because of Jane Eyre's experiences. Yeah. For funnies. For funny funny ha-has. For the hee-hees yeah. mm-hmm. and the ha-has. Yeah. That's what's going on. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Uh, Christian Mingle's like, I heard you like religion, so here's an ad sponsorship. <laughs> God, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, I have to pull it together. Yes. <laughs> We've only gotten we need, through the first half. We need to get out of chapter 10. We need to get out of chapter 10. That's what we need to do. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got this. We got this. Yeah, we're good. <clears throat> so we find out Jane Eyre's only 18. Um, so it's a great time to make a whole lot of important life decisions, you know, like student aid, student aid, student loans. Um, she's doing right. much the same thing. Mm-hmm. So then we get this whole note about Jane having to ask permission to go to town. And I was like, oh my God. Hmm. Yep. Because just because you're not a student at Lowood doesn't mean they still haven't got their hooks in you. Yeah. How? I mean, how is anybody else supposed to like move on from this? I guess they're not. Like they just have like no. indentured servitude. I think you're supposed to die there of typhus yeah. when you're 25. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or get married when you get t- 24, so that you don't right. age out with typhus. Right, because th- those are your options: married at 24 or aged out with typhus 25. Which is it going to yeah. be? Yeah, they just for some reason on your twenty fifth birthday they give you a weird cake and it kind of smells. <laughs> nobody else is allowed to eat it. Yeah, nobody else is. It's just why does this taste like typhus? <laughs> is that a rat? I don't know. <laughs> don't mind it. Ignore it. <laughs> just ignore it. It's your birthday. Celebrate, yeah. you loser. So she only gets one single response to her job ad, and she's like, no red flags there. Um, and it's to a Mrs. Fairfax, which makes me laugh because of um what is it? Sense and sensibility, Jane Fairfax is a character in there, which makes me giggle. Mm-hmm. Little mm-hmm. little hee hee and ha. That's a just for me, but you know. Um <laughs> This is why we read for those little for you moments. Yeah, all books are for me, obviously. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know what all of you are doing reading. Yeah. But. 
when I die, books just end. So <laughs> that's okay. Uh, I hope you live a long and fruitful life then. <laughs> that is actually the whole uh, pitch I've been making to the vampires is that uh, you want books. I mean, you got two options. Either keep them, keep me. Or unfortunately, yeah. But I am right here, so. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, just, you know, throwing it out here. It just. <laughs> so we also find out that the salary from this random family would be double. So that's worth it, if obviously nothing else. Um, before even getting like a real acceptance, as soon as she got the letter back that she was allowed like that they were interested she's like yeah sorry so i'm gonna be quitting i have another right. job lined up <laughs> she like puts in not even her two weeks she's just like hey so mm-hmm. bye she quits <laughs> it like we all quit our fast food restaurant job when we're 18 where we're like deuces this place <laughs> sucked anyways <laughs> right just like you suck you suck you're yeah. cool you suck goodbye and then you go to apply for the corporate position, like when you're in your thirties and you're like, damn. Mm. Yeah, no, we can't, I can't apply to Taco Bell corporate. Um, nope. Can't, Cause that reference isn't going to be good. Yeah. I think my name's still in their system. You know, <laughs> should I do a name change? Is that weird? Is that too much? I don't know. Is it worth it? I don't know. I don't know. Jane, fortunately no name change, but you know, yeah. She's She's get married really quick, you know. Go back and work at the orphanage. (laughs) But, uh... So, then they're like, Mr. Rockhorse is like, I have to call your guardians and tell them that you're getting a new job. Like, they need to know. And she's like, I'm literally 18 and (laughs) I have not talked to them since I stepped foot on these grounds. So, go off, I guess. I love the response is just like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> if you feel so inclined, you know? Right. Mrs. Reed is just like, who? Who? Oh, right. That one. Oh, the weird the- vampire kid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. I don't yeah. care. So officially she goes and becomes a governess. Um, out the blue, Blessie's like, hey, here I am. It's me, ya girl. It's your girl, Bessie. Yeah. She's like, remember when I verbally abused you? Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times. Also, fun fact, the entire Reed family, terrible. Super. I mean, the girls have grown up to be hot, but that's yeah. about it. I The son, also hot. Yeah. Okay, everybody's hot. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, they did all get contracted to be models. However, shitty people. So Incredibly shitty people uh don't feel bad don't feel yeah. bad because you don't want to be rich and beautiful and shitty like them john reads on his 17th dui <laughs> yes but he's, <laughs> he's also crashing his porsche i don't know he, he's also the congressman from florida or one of the congressmen yeah. from florida you know you know how it works out you know how it is like he's had 17 different girlfriends um he's currently dating a playboy model um don't know I, it's i don't wild. think she likes him that much yeah you know could be just for his money we don't blame her 
she's actually a sweet girl going to go be a nurse. Ironic because he's going to need a nurse uh, with all of his DUIs, but <laughs> correct. A hundred percent. John Reed. What a fuckhead. Yeah. I hate that guy. So she's basically like, yeah, they're all still assholes. Anyways, uh, how are you doing, Jane? You still look kind of ugly. And Jane's like, I'm right here. Yes. Just like, I remember when you were an ugly child and not much has changed. Like, fuck you, this. Come on. Like, also, you're weirdly short. Yeah. Jane. Like, why? Um, why are you stunted? Like, you're yeah. just a little you're just a little guy. What's up with that? She's like, Jane, you're like four foot. Like, you know, I don't think you've grown any inches since we left you here when you were six. Zero. (laughs) And Jane's like, well, I had burnt porridge and no lunch for, you know, 10 years. What do you want from me? (laughs) Yeah. So she's like, well, you know, okay. I'm glad I drove all the way here for no reason. Um yeah okay all right bye bye oh by the way fun fact uh your uncle came to see you um quickly fred the country after though so (laughs) yeah (laughs) not sure what that was about (laughs) just like huh that was weird yeah all right yeah you didn't want to see him right no we didn't give him your forwarding address so no we did to be clear we didn't know where you were but yeah we just kind of said eh you know, when he asked for you, we were like, yeah. Eh. She's around. She's around, yeah. I guess, you know. Yeah. Hope you don't care. Like, I hope you didn't want to, like, meet your family or anything. You know? Nah. <laughs> also, Bessie is, like, rolled up with her kid. And she's just like, look how beautiful my child is. And Jane's like, oh, another child. Yeah. I'm around them every day. Great. I just imagine, like, have you ever seen, like, those wine moms with toddlers at, like, a yes. beach restaurant? And 100%. the toddlers just, like, sprinting around the restaurant? That's what I was imagining the entire time they were talking. That is a that is a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's, like, got weed in one hand and a bottle of wine in the other. And then she's like, yeah, he's just uncontrollable. I don't right. know. Just... There's, there's nothing I can do. No. Like, I'm sorry. Oh, did he trip you and spill the entire thing of cocktails you were carrying to another table? I just can't. There's, I can't control him. He just does what he does, you know. Could you watch where you were walking, maybe? Yeah. Did you just trip my kid? <laughs> my kid? <laughs> oh, Bessie. Big wine mom energy. 100%. <laughs> then we are on to chapter 11. So when uh, Jane arrived in town... There was no one there to pick her up. No. And she's like stressed out because it's like, I mean, my favorite thing is the idea that she didn't really confirm this job. At no, all. she just like rolled in. Yeah. She just was like, yeah, they have a job for me. So I'll be there. So she goes into the nearest like bar and she's like, do you have like a room just in case? And they're like, yeah. Do you have money just in case? And she goes, uh, <laughs> i very much picture this scene as like some sort of romantic comedy where like she's supposed to be meeting someone with Mm -hmm. a sign that says jane Eyre, and she's Mm -hmm. like looking around and looking around and just slowly we see her face just like crumple crumple (laughs) it's it's hilariously sad it's what it is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah much like a hyundai in a car accident (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god! You can't you can't be hitting me with that right now. You can't do it. We need to get through this chapter. You're okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad my little one-liners make you happy. <laughs> it's just like feeding me right now. Like my ego through the roof. I guess. Excellent. <laughs> so um, she's just like goes to the bar. She's like, barkeep, bartender. I know women aren't allowed here. Would you mind passing a little notesy wotesy for me? <laughs> and he's like what what do you want and i'm just imagining uh, it's like this older dude who's got the bar rag over his shoulder and he's like i'm 17 customers deep whatever you want you need to tell me right now like do you need me to snug smuggle you wine what is it what do you need she's, she's like, like please ask if anybody knows a uh mrs fairfax please and he's like can you give me anything more to go on and she's like no no She's so bad at life. <laughs> she has no address, no directions, nothing. She knows the name of the person, which seems to be one of the more common names, seeing as I've seen it at least four times in these books. Like to me, it's like going to this bar and you're like, can you ask for a Mrs. Smith? Right. Is you go to Minnesota and you're like, are there any Johnsons here? Yeah. Olsons. Mm-hmm. Shit. It's like half the Damn. bar raises their hand. Yeah. And they're like, all right, do any of you have a wife? And all of them raise their hand and they're like, crap. Shit. Uh, <laughs> do you spell it with the O or the E? Mm-hmm. And everybody spells it with both. And you're just like, God damn it. Yeah. They're like, uh, who are you guys are hiring a young female woman? Everyone keeps their hands <laughs> up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> None of this is helpful. <laughs> Uh, I'm going for $50,000 a year now. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but finally, the guy comes back and he goes, are you Jane Eyre? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, all right, your person's over here. Which, why would they wait for her in a bar? <sighs> because where else are you going to wait for a vampire orphan to come find you? Quite frankly. Yeah, they asked us to meet at midnight. I don't know why. Where else was I to go? It was the only thing open. <laughs> at midnight, we have the train station, we have the bar, and we have the blood bank. Don't know why. Yeah, what is... Well, hmm. <laughs> hmm. This is concerning. I am concerned. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. Why is everyone ordering Bloody Marys? It's so weird here. What is happening? <laughs> So they finally, he's like, all right, get in the carriage. We're going and like barely talks to her. And then they drive up into the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, this is how she dies. That the book's going to end really quickly. Right. Jane, classic mistake. She went to the mm-hmm. secondary location. Mm-hmm. Like at least she waited for the Uber driver to give her her name back before she actually, you know, <laughs> departed with him. She didn't just tell him her name and then he was like yeah your name's jane right and she goes how did you know that you must be my person wow wow (laughs) so um we get there we meet mrs fairfax she seems like an older woman which is all plus signs unless you've seen the conjuring so (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Mrs. Fairfax has nice, gentle energy, though. Come on. She's just a sweet old lady. She seems fine, but, like, that's what people say about serial killers. So, I I mean... (laughs) You're not wrong. He was great. He just kept talking about bringing guns. I don't know. I love that Mrs. Fairfax is like, I made up the room next to mine. So we could be... (laughs) It's also a weird hole in the closet. Um... Don't we don't talk that. about that. <laughs> it's just because I like to watch, you know, my roommates at night. Um, I don't think nobody's <laughs> told me that's weird. I mean, quite frankly, given Jane's previous situation, uh, probably fine. Not actually that weird. No. Privacy, not a thing. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. Night one, Jane's like knocking on the door. Sorry, I've never slept alone. So just I'm gonna... having a nightmare. Do you mind if <laughs> Just gonna just gonna cuddle in here. Don't mind yeah. me. Yeah. How long is your husband dead? Dead? Uh, just I need to know if this is weird or not. <laughs> right. Um. So we get to find out that she's going to be teaching a Mrs. Barnes. Um. So it's not a family member of Mrs. Fairfax. We like very slowly get context clues. Jane did not ask for any information up front. <laughs> um no, so jane her name thinks, is sorry no i was just gonna say jane thinks she knows who the employer is she thinks she knows who the student is she's wrong on all wrong. counts yep she's like it must be a little miss fairfax which is incorrect and she's like my employer must be mrs fairfax also incorrect nope um i think this name is pronounced adela i think it's adele oh yeah you're probably right I don't know. It's French, so. It's French, so. It's, yeah. I did take two years of French in high school, but uh, my teacher did say it was fine to cheat, so. Uh, I've taken zero years of French, mm-hmm. but my policy with French is to always pronounce a word with as few syllables as possible, which That's is why I, I picked option. Adele. Yeah. It's probably uh L. Less, <laughs> even less, or just ah. Uh. Yeah, just uh, eh. eh. Yeah, when I took French in high school, they literally, if you raised your hand on a test and said you were confused, the teacher would give you the textbook with the answers. Hello, I'm confused. As long as you were nice to her. Oh. If you were like nice, and I just think, Mademoiselle, I'm confused. I don't, I don't understand the question. I just, it's so hard. French, I, a difficult je, language. Je ne comprends. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> like oh yeah here you go you know you know who did not do that in high school mm-hmm. charlotte bronte because she's like i'm gonna write french and y'all are just gonna have to fucking deal with it hope you speak yep. it yep this is me when we were watching into the spider-verse and like they didn't translate any of the uh, spanish and i was like eh it's mm-hmm. fine i'll just hope you know I don't need to know. It's probably not that important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, nothing Adele says is important in French, True. I don't think. I think she's I just... Know. My favorite... Um, we may be getting ahead of ourselves here, but my favorite description of this child is that she has no talent whatsoever. <laughs> she's just yeah. kind of kind of a dum-dum <laughs> with no discernible skills or mm-hmm. redeeming features, but she's not an asshole. And that's yeah. good enough. 
And I'm like, I am imagining that she's like five, and like Jane's like she's a little stupid. Um, right? She's like she's not the brightest bulb in the bunch. <laughs> Couple bricks short of a chimney. But she started coloring inside the lines, so progress. Right. And she speaks French. It is yeah. her native language, but she does speak French. So there's mm-hmm. that. English, not really. Um, not great. Not great. But you know, but she's, she's pretty. She's pretty. She's pretty. So it's fine. She, she's a little cutie patootie. Yeah. <laughs> That'll win her. You know, she doesn't really need skills. In no. the 1800s, your husband didn't need to speak to you. You know, you just had to be pretty. No. So, based on the fact that Jane never seems to grow, I like to imagine though that she and this child are the same height. Like they're basically, <laughs> they're basically equals. Looking eye <laughs> to eye. Right. Jane's just like trying to stare down this five-year-old, and it's not working because she's not big at all. Yeah, I'm imagining her as like a firm, firm five foot. Yeah, you know? I don't. I think she's a five foot nothing. Just like mm-hmm. she's she's little. I'm just imagining Jane in my ear being like, "I'm five foot, but five three in heels." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Would Jane wear heels? That might be an extravagance. Mr. Brocklehurst might be upset. Maybe like a good... No, no. Listen, listen. Here, I'm going to paint you this picture. All right, I'm ready. You know those like... What are those called? Mary Sue platform shoes? The Doc Martens? Yes. Yeah. 100% yes. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. I once helped... um, When I worked at Saks, I had this girl come in and she was telling me about how like... Um, she wanted her jeans in a size long. And I was like, that's fair. We're like the same foot height. And she's like, we're actually not. And I'm like, I'm looking at you in your eyes. We're the same height. And she's like, um, we're not though. I'm like, girl, I don't know how to break this to you. Like, unless we're getting tape measure. And she takes off her shoe and drops six inches. Ooh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, this was not the plot twist I was prepared for. Incredible. And she's like, I just, I have to get shoes that go over the heels, like the platform boots or whatever she was wearing. I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just like them long. I like to be <laughs> tall. I'm like, ma'am, I'm respectfully, if you were ever a missing persons, what are they putting down? Are they saying 5'7 right. or are they saying 5'4? This is you an know? important distinction. Missing with shoes, missing without shoes, you know? <laughs> what was she last seen with? What was she wearing? Was she stolen from her home or outside? Because if she was stolen from outside, she had shoes on. And if she had shoes on, she's 5'7". Right. Just like, this is a very complicated missing persons poster. Uh, it's got fine print. Like, can you not wear jeans at home then? You know, she's buying all of her jeans to go over her shoes. What do you wear when you're at home? Jeans do you roll that it up? Just, <laughs> jeans that trail on the floor. <laughs> oh my god. Just stepping on yourself constantly. I want you to know these were also like flare jeans. Like very Oh dramatic. my god. Yeah. I just think that gives you a little more context. Um, the, the mental picture that I have right now is... Uh, it's a bit much. Just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. It was a wild day. It was something that will live in my brain forever. Totally legit. Yeah. 
I've never seen height difference just pointed out so quickly before um, as her just kicking the shoe off, not unstrapping, just flinging the shoe off. I don't know what she was wearing. I don't really remember. I just remember shoe flying, her dropping, you know, like (laughs) drinking (laughs) right before my very eyes. It was like a magic experiment. Not a magic experiment. Magic. No, it was totally a magic experiment. (laughs) The experiment was seeing how I would react. (laughs) Right. What happens when I do this? Yeah. It must have been stilettos. That's the only way you can get the height height without like noticeable shoe you know like had to be like six inch stilettos which can't be comfortable for everyday walking i'm just i'm still amazed by this girl well you know what she was living her best five foot seven life and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take that away from her for context it's been like seven years since this instance occurred just so you know (laughs) (laughs) and it's still in your brain yeah i'll never forget it it was so dramatic I too have I too have those memories of of working in a Barnes Noble, but I cannot get into them because we will be here for another hour. Fair, fair. Uh, random girl, if you're listening to this, thank you. It was a wonderful <laughs> experience, and I will never forget it. She was a lovely person, so it's fine. I don't. I remember her for only good things, and that I can't Listen, say very often. What more would you could you be remembered for than only good things? Like, what more could you want? Yeah, truly, truly. All. All I want in my life is for people to think, oh, yeah, Alex, he wasn't bad. Yeah. Not a bad, not a bad sort. Good memories. That's nice. Yeah. That's I it. want people to remember me that way, except my enemies. They can remember me harshly. Uh, my mem- my enemies won't remember me. Even better. <laughs> that's the plan. Uh, granted, <laughs> I don't have any enemies. So, you know, but if I do make one, yeah. you know, they, I hope they won't remember me. Fair enough. I was just immediately like, will they not remember you just because you're the last thing they see and then they can't remember that part? Or I don't Oh, I mean, take it however you want. Either they won't remember me because they're dead or they won't remember me because I uh, will disappear from their lives. Fair. Fair. Whichever, whichever lets you sleep at night. True, 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 true. So after sleeping, uh, like Jane Eyre does, um, <laughs> she's like super pumped about her day she looks outside for honestly what seems like probably 30 minutes like she's just standing in the stairway staring describing this entire scene until um mrs fairfax rolls up on her and she's like oh yeah it's pretty outside isn't it (laughs) i imagine miss fairfax was watching her for a while like this girl's weird this girl (laughs) is really weird like how long can you let someone stand in a place before you feel like you need to interrupt them that's a good question for miss fairfax it seems to be half an hour yeah i mean like having a lot of neurodivergent friends you know they kind of get lost at some point you know right but like i don't know how long i'm willing to let you go on until i need to be like hey um we're trying to figure out Taco Bell, you know, what's your order? I don't know why that's been my go-to. It might be because I had a Baja Blast drink last night. Oh, I'm jealous. I think yeah. I'm celebrating. I think I'm celebrating Finn's birthday tonight with a Baja Blast. We'll see. I love I want I want a quesarito really bad, but they're so assholey about ordering them now. Really? 
Yeah, you have to order it in the app unless someone wants to be cool. They won't let you mm. order it in person. And I don't like what? Yeah. And I hate ordering on the app because I don't have space on my phone. So I have to download the app and then delete it after I leave every single time. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. So I'm like, can you just like do me this one solid? And <laughs> please. Please. All please. I eat here is the quesarito. Like, <laughs> let me have it. Like, I tried to switch the beefy five layer when they got rid of the quesarito. And just mm-hmm. without the queso, I don't want it. Give it I, to I'm speaking as someone who will basically eat anything on the Taco Bell menu. I am, mm-hmm. I am with you that the quesarito is about the top thing that you get there. Yeah, it's God tier, truly. Like there's yes. no better item on the Taco Bell menu and I will die on that hill. Uh, we will die on that hill together. Yeah. I will I will be there with you because as I consider myself a Taco Bell connoisseur and mm-hmm. you are correct. Objective. I just found out what their target market is literally 10 minutes before we started this call. Um, is and it, it makes me laugh. No. Well, what? I don't know what your personality is like. So like <laughs> <laughs> it's not really me though, but it's makes me. Okay. So their target personality is 25 to 30 year olds who are stoners that drive a beat up Honda civic. Um, and want Taco Bell at 2 a.m. when they're high. Okay, well, I have been that person except for the shitty shitty Honda Civic. So. I'm saying, like, it's a good target market. They do no. it very well. Because it makes you feel like, yeah, if I'm drunk or if I'm doing something at 2 a.m., where else am I going to go? Okay, so I, have, <laughs> I had a 2 a.m. Perkins, which is like mm-hmm. a a midwestern denny's yeah uh, okay all right so i don't know how wide i think i think perkins is centered in midwest it may it may be broader at like this point, two. but okay so. uh so no there was there was one perkins near me that was open 24 7 and I'm, there's just like nothing like getting stone and then going and getting uh pie and all you can eat pancakes like mm-hmm. i'm sorry that yeah. was the dream but if there's not a perkins near me which there isn't it's taco bell yeah i mean it really is just like i need a cheat day i need something that's going to be delicious but also take me 30 seconds to get right i just want it now yeah in my face yeah let's do it and the fact that that are freezing machines never broken sold Mm. that is an extreme plus Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh this episode of barely bookish brought to you by taco bell please sponsor me <laughs> please i'm not your target audience however i'm sure your target audience probably does listen to this podcast probably what if i told you i drive a 2003 accurate does that help my chances <laughs> am i am i creeping up there in the ratings yeah. eh, eh? Uh, i do like taco bell at 2 a.m so oh yeah how, how are we looking it does taste better after midnight i don't know what it is there are those restaurants and Taco Bell is chief among them where their mm-hmm. best hours are like midnight to 5 a.m. Yeah. And outside of that, it's like, uh, whatever. But there's that moment where it's just like, this food is perfection and mm-hmm. it is awful. I need mm-hmm. it. Put it in me. Put it in my face. Yeah. It's like something about the fact, I don't know if they just turn the griddles on at 1201, but it feels like it emotionally. Yes. 
absolutely you are absolutely correct that is a hundred percent it's just like yes this is fresh this is ready mm. mm-hmm. mm. okay so i'm definitely celebrating finn's birthday with a taco bell anyway i hope you get him a little mini taco of some form maybe like he, a little beef one he really loves taco bell cheese <laughs> and i know this i know this because whenever i open a taco the cheese mm-hmm. spills out and he's like there Perfect. before i can do anything and so yeah he'll probably get some taco bell cheese tonight and i don't feel bad about that no he deserves it it's, he does yeah it's just a little guy it's just a little guy i hope you take him in the car too because that's my favorite experience because my cat comes in the car with me all the time so it's my favorite experience watching her get excited when she knows we're somewhere he has a little car seat that he sits in oh, and so my favorite is when we go through the drive-thru at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, the person there is like, he's so cute. Does he want a French fry? And I'm like, look at him. And he's like, I would like whatever they will put in my face. And so I'm like, yes, he would like a French fry. So Finn always gets a French fry when we go through the drive-thru at McDonald's. And so that's yeah. a favorite place of his. Man, I've known got a mini pup cup. Ooh, like cat yes. pup cup. And she was like, whole face in this thing would not let me like take it away from her she like grabbed my hand and like shoved her face back into it and i'm like you can only have a little like cats can't really have whipped cream like dogs can so Mm. i'm like i they barely filled the cup up at all anyways and then like she was cleaning that bad boy out i had to like (laughs) set it down for her because she was like all up in it like trying to bite it to get more and i'm like there's nothing (laughs) left there's nothing else in there but if I try, there might be. Yeah, and she's like, there could. There could. Right. Um, but we do find out that the owner of the house is Mr. Uh, Rochester. Rochester? Rochester. Whichever. Rochester, okay. Yep. And that Mrs. Fairfax is just the house manager. Which, like, imagine having a house manager. Love that. And also, he's never there. He's never there. He's, he's never fucking around. And so she's just like, Okay, I guess uh, it's Fairfax in charge today, bitches. How I want all of my managers, honestly. Yes. Like, if I have a house manager and I'm not around, live. Just go fucking live. Like, as long as I see progress, I don't really ever want to check in with you. No. No, Does she know a couple words in English? Cool. We're good. Great. That's progress. We love to hear it. Yeah. Could she say my name is? That's all she needs to know. That's right. Does she know how to ask where the bathrooms are? Yeah. Good. 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 How did you teach her Spanish? All right. Never mind. I don't need to know. <laughs> Not asking. So I find out that the little girl is his ward because like her parents died, I guess. Yep. Um, and then he like kidnapped her, essentially. <laughs> like he's an old he's an old friend of the family. <laughs> Just like I like that she was like I was living with someone who is poor and I ate it. And then Mr. Rochester came and he took me away. It's like, he's like, oh, this kid, she's living in poverty. Eh, You want to go live at my like super rundown, cold country estate? Great. (laughs) I'm never there. So we'll never see each other. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good. All right. Cool. She's like, I almost had to share a bedroom. And um, (laughs) that sounded like a horror movie to me. So... I came here instead. Right. And I brought my nurse. 
<laughs> right. Even though I was poor, I brought my nurse. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, who also only speaks French. Hope that's not a problem. <laughs> not a word of English, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, she also only works for me. Nobody else. So Nobody else. Not going to lift a finger for anybody but me. Yeah. So, yeah. She has to be around me 24-7. Hope that's cool. No days off. Zero days off. Um, and then she like tells the entire story to Jane about how she came over here on a boat and Jane's like, cool, cool. And I didn't read any of it because I got bored. Um, like I do with most children talking. (laughs) Right. Good job, Charlotte Bronte for being very, very true to life. Mm -hmm. Boring child talk. Good. Yep. Most of the time you just got to go, huh? Wow. Mm. Wow. Mm, Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Raise your (laughs) eyebrows. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Much like when you talk to your grandparents and they tell you the same story they've told you 50 times over and you're like, wow, that's amazing. I can't believe you did that. You survived a boat all by yourself. Wow. (laughs) This poor child. Anyway. (laughs) So um, little lady is showing off all of her talents, including singing and poetry. And she's like, wow, she kind of sucks, but okay. She's like really not good at it. <laughs> I'm just, um, I recently found out I'm tone deaf. So I'm just imagining that she is the same problem. And she's like, it's all over the place. And they're like, this girl can't hold a pitch to save her life, which honestly, same. Relatable. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fair. I only know that because Candace and I were watching Interview the Vampire, the new TV show, and mm-hmm. they were like, oh, yeah, it was really bad. And I'm like, oh, was it? Um, mm, okay. Damn. Well, because Lestat was like correcting this dude and like putting with his finger everywhere that it was bad. And Candace was like, yeah, I could really tell. And I'm like, I'm glad someone could. I just, <laughs> nothing over I here. Could... <laughs> I thought it was fine. Uh, you know, me and Louie just like, what's the problem? (laughs) You and Louie and Adele all. What's the problem? What's the problem? (laughs) I heard autotune is just great. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Adele would be very into autotune, I bet. She would be that child. Adele's like Black Eyed Peas is my favorite band. Oh my god. Uh, I don't want to hate is this a lyrical child. <laughs> I don't want to hate this child any more than I already do. <laughs> so um also there's a lot of weird locks everywhere and Jane's like yeah. that's cool. You know, I don't know why Mrs. Fairfax has the only key to anything, but um no red flags I see at all. No. None. Seems normal. Yeah, and things just get more normal on the mm-hmm. tour yeah of course you know um we do have to go up into the attic hope you don't think that's weird jane um but yeah no we just gotta go up there and just clean it um no one's allowed up here but like we are just legally required to clean it so let's just like go up to the attic let's just head up there jane fucking loves the attic she does like she fucking loves the attic because there's a view and she's like wow it's pretty yeah. The creepy laughing's a little weird, but... You know, and they're like, oh, that's just the servant. So this kid, not used to education at all. Uh, Jane is taking it very slowly to get her into it. I'm imagining that, like, 
she was one of those kids that was like, oh, you're schooled by the school of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I was. The streets of France. That's what told me. That's what I got. That's where I learned. I'm imagining that she's like a van lifer too. Just like for my own little (laughs) headspace thing. So Adele is now canonically uh, (laughs) just like an Insta influencer for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, She's like, and this is our van with, you know. And this uh, is my nurse who lives in the van with me. We each have bunks. Don't mind that they're like coffin sized, you know. No. Um, our parents have a giant king size bed in the back with their own room and their own closet and their own bathroom and also a, a closet. And um, they don't bang their heads when they sit up. But, you nope. know, my coffin, plenty of space. So <laughs> plenty of space for, for what I need. Yeah, I can scooch a little bit to the right and scooch a little bit to the left. Um, but to sit up, I do actually need to get out of bed and into the main floor. So. If you could just, if I could, okay, okay, no, it's fine. Let me just pull this curtain closed. All right, I'm glad we have privacy here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that the van lifers have stopped listening, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so. Miss Fairfax says that she has to keep all of the rooms ready because Mister Rochester might arrive at any time. No warning. No zero warning. <clears throat> so there, there are a lot of things I love about this man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is number one among them. Is yeah. that he's just like he's just like I'm never gonna tell you where I am. I'm never gonna tell you when I'm showing up. I'm just going to appear. I'm just like Honestly, you know what. Same. Right. Like I, I don't making plans. Yes, it's just like I'm gonna be here whenever the fuck I want to be here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, okay. It's his house. Like, really? Why would you give notice to your own home? You know? It's like, I'm imagining you're on vacation and then you decide to come home early and you have to, like, text your apartment. Being like, I'm coming to the place I live and pay for. Is that weird? Yes. I mean, as a a watcher of Downton Abbey, I understand Mm -hmm. that there are things that the house needs to do Mm -hmm. to get ready for him to show up. But it's just bullshit rich people things. Yeah. You know, they're just like, oh, we must put out the silver and make sure it's bust. And Mr. Rochester is just like, I don't fucking care about the silver. Get out the paper plates. All right. right. I'll be over here. Where are my red solo cups? Let's go. <laughs> Mr. Rochester is a frat boy, uh, canonically. Oh, yeah. 100%. He is just like, I just want life to be as simple and mm-hmm. not a problem for me as possible. So, yeah. like, just fucking do it. I think the whole reason he doesn't give anybody warning is to try and avoid the meetings that he seems to have to get into as soon as he gets home. Oh so yes, no, like he's flying under the radar and mm-hmm. I'm like, same. Yeah. I don't want to fucking talk to people when I'm home. Leave me alone. No, go away. I don't blame him, but we'll get into more of that in the next chapter. But I love Jane prying for info on Rochester. Um, she can't get a clear answer. No, <laughs> Mrs. She's Fairfax like, is like he's just a dude. I don't know. It's a little weird, right. but she's like, "What's he like?" And Mrs. Fairfax just like, "I don't know." He's like, "Mr. Rochester." It's like that's not an answer, Fairfax. That's not an answer. Like, what a presidential answer. And she's like, "I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> the existence right. of Mr. Okay. Rochester." <laughs> but if Mr. Rochester did exist, mm-hmm. I could not say anything about him. Mm-hmm. 
He could be. His name could be Mr. It could be Rochester. Um, right. Truly, it is up for your own interpretation whether that is his name or whether it is not his name. Right. Is he a nice man? Is he a bad man? Is he a man? I don't know. None of these things. These are all value judgments I'm not willing to make. Is he? Couldn't tell you. Could not say. No, like Mrs. Fairfax is just like fucking dodging. Like there's no tomorrow. I'm just imagining, you know, like when the intern comes in and they're like, is this a good company to work for? And you're like, get out. Get out. Leave. I have a pension, so I can't get out of here. But I would strongly suggest... You go two doors down and you knock on their little door and you say, I sent you and tell, tell Jane, I mean, tell, tell Karen that if I could be there, I would, I would be there so fast. Uh, But I have surgery scheduled next month um, (laughs) and I can't get the time off request approved any other way. So no. And my husband is dead and he worked here and I wouldn't want to dishonor his memory by leaving. So I have to stay. I'm not really sure how to get an apartment at this point. So um, so I I just live here. I just live here. Um, I stopped getting paychecks. I'm too scared to ask. So I would recommend you find any other company. I heard Kohl's is hiring. Um, (laughs) Maybe go there. Oh my God. Poor Mrs. Fairfax, but also like, God damn it, Mrs. Fairfax. Yeah, Mrs. Fairfax is like shaking while Jane's asking about this right now. And she's like, Jane, sweetie, um, maybe, maybe go to like, I don't know, a sweatshop might be better, actually. Right. Have, you, have you tried the workhouse? Yeah. That- Honestly, if you tried the whorehouse, I wouldn't even... <laughs> No, definite step up. Definite step up. <laughs> I like that I don't have any contacts yet because I still haven't read that very far. Um, this is all just me spewing what is a possibility uh, based on the red flags we're getting right now. I mean, would you say that there are red flags or red? Um, I don't know. What's a bigger thing than a flag? Neon signs is kind yeah. of what I'm getting. Um, Listen, it's not that Mr. Rochester is a terrible employer. It's just that he's really truly awful <laughs> much That's like the red room this entire house is painted the color of red uh, <laughs> somehow the grass was spray painted red with a giant right. sign that says do not go here so <laughs> right stay out skull yeah. and crossbones and jane mm-hmm. Eyre just went yes i think i shall stay here she's like maybe we could decorate the skulls um <laughs> right let's bedazzle them yeah they make a great halloween decoration Yes, I learned in orphan school how to make the most out of a bad mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then we have to like write off the ghost by being like, oh, it's just a servant that's over in the corner. It's just Mrs. Poole, who's just like the most stoic, angry looking woman. Until <laughs> Mark closes. Right. She like does not laugh. This woman has never laughed in her life. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, so the creepy laughs are her? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No, it's a ghost. The creepy laughs we can only hear when we're in the attic. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's just that one servant that was never mentioned before. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I believe that. Yep. That tracks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she can't get her to talk to her at any other point in the day. Never. Yeah, that seems normal. Totally normal. 
Yep. All right. Yeah, no problem. I see. I foresee nothing here. I foresee no problems. Good. Yeah. I mean, this is just going to be about educating a nice but dumb child. That's what the story is about. Oh, yeah. What else could it be about? (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry about it. All I know um, is that someone told Louisa May Alcott that all books at the time needed to end with either the woman dying or the woman being married. So that is something I've held true every time I've read something historical. So maybe Jane dies because I don't foresee her marrying. We shall find out. Yeah. One of one of my favorite TTRPG rules is we play the game to find out what happens. So mm. we read the book to find out what happens. I love that. That's actually a very good rule. It's it's super good. I still I'm, laugh I'm at getting... the one time that someone told me that the DM controls the entire story. I mean, if you're a bad DM, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just... The, the universe and the dice are going to tell you a story, and mm-hmm. you can either roll with it or you can try and fight it, but you're not going to win because people will start being upset, and you will be upset, and no one will have fun. I like to imagine TTRPGs as like a bowling alley. Okay. So like you start at one lane, but somehow you got four lanes down and you're not really sure how you got there, but like the pins are still there. We're still going somewhere. Someone is still bringing beer and hot dogs. So, all right. Yeah. Yeah, The snacks are still on the table. We're still in the alley. Yeah. Not the one we started with. However, here we are. And it's close enough. So, and we're all having fun. So We're only four do down, it. you know? Right. We could come back at any point in time, obviously. Absolutely. Unless it's league night or you're doing... Uh, did you ever have the, the bowling alleys that did, like, the black light bowling nights? Yeah. 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 I don't remember what they're called, but those were, then you're definitely in a different alley. But that is all we have for today. Thank you all so much to listening of the story... To listening... Uh, thank you all so much for listening to the story of a little vampiric uh, Victorian child. Um, Alex, where can the people of the internet find you and more specifically the hellscape of Twitter? Yes. Hello, people of the internet. If you want to find me in the internet realm of Twitter, you can find me at Mightiest Finn. Uh, I post about my cute little dog whose birthday it is when we are recording this, but not when you are listening to this. Uh pictures of him pictures and thoughts about the games that i play and stream in the ttrpg world uh and often links to the books and games that i write uh so all of that and more can be found on my twitter and that's really all i social media so so hopefully you know twitter doesn't die soon and we have to start resorting to carrier pigeons and you know i'm wondering i'm wondering if there could be some sort of twitter mutiny if we can just all collectively block certain individuals and just move on with our lives. I mean, he's not the CEO anymore, so... I know, but he's still so annoying. I know. (laughs) I don't know. You know, to be determined. If there's a CEO, not a CEO, if there's a Twitter mutiny, let me know about it. Let me know what we're doing. Can I bring cookies? But we will catch you all in the next episode. Bye! Bye! Bye!